1: singer songwriter actor dad he's hanging tough as always the magic still alive with my man Joey McIntyre what's up Joe what's up sir thank you oh man happy to have you on I know that you're a very talented guy I see you playing your guitar and playing the piano I'm, I'm very fascinated with the uh, the process of making a, a song and I know you got some hits under your belt so I'm hoping maybe you can give us some insight is it the lyrics that come first is it the music that comes first explain joey's process for making a hit record
2: um well i i think for me it's usually the melody with like some kind of a a lyric or idea attached to it um you know yes I, i i have been lucky enough to to have a top 10 hit that i wrote and produced myself and certainly the new kids have made a lot of great records but even people that i know who've had a lot of hit records or a handful of hit records. I mean, it's like you have that confidence. You want to write the next one, but it's still, you know, you're only as good as your next song kind of a thing. You know what I mean? You never feel like you know the formula because it's always sort of changing. And and um, and then and then that comes back to you got to make yourself happy. That balance of like, oh, is this right? Is this hot? Is this fresh? I think it's going to start with just being open and honest and and saying something real
1: i was just talking with uh and t boz from tlc just a couple days ago and they're telling me how they uh, really got screwed over on on their record deal and they were young and they were naive and they had grammys and they had big records and they were telling me they didn't really have a whole lot to show for and i'm curious you're 15 i mean who was representing Uh who was representing you at the time and do you feel like you got your fair shake? Cause you guys were like billions of dollars were made on that brand.
2: Yeah. Um, I think we were okay. I, I think we had early on, we actually had, uh, we had an agent, a sports agent come on as a piece of the puzzle. And we had, you know, we had a lot of parents looking, looking. It's like my dad used to say, who watches the watchers? You know, you gotta kind of watch everybody. Um, and, we did okay. I mean, we did more than okay. And I mean, business is business. I mean, you're always going to be looking at the numbers and going, wait a minute, he gets that, or he gets the, how much does he get? You know, you, because as artists and rock stars, you're supposed to not care about that. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, Hey, you just played an arena, man. Look what you get, you know, and they hand you this money and you go, wow, I get all this. But then you look at the numbers and it's like, wait a minute how much did you get you know so you really gotta you gotta kind of put your business hat on sometimes too um that being said i i think overall you know we were in good hands way back in the day and we got a good team now so um yeah it's not fun to pay attention to that stuff but you got to
1: We're excited to be talking to Joey McIntyre. He's getting ready to uh, set out on his solo Joe tour. I mean, this is a world tour. He's going to be making stops in Ireland and in the UK and all over the U.S. If you want to get your tickets, uh, find out where Joey's going to be this summer. Just go to JoeyMcIntyre.com. I also will follow you on the gram. And uh, good thing there was no social media back in the day when you guys were doing your thing. Uh- but I I was just checking you out and I saw, uh, that you're now have a son that's driving. So I'm curious, what's more nerve wracking yeah. being 15 year old Joey and having to keep up with uh, new kids or being on yeah. Broadway or watching your son drive you around LA?
2: Um, probably my 15 year old self. <laughs>
1: that's what in I, head. oh yeah.
2: My 15, me, me behind the wheel when I was 15, that's nerve wracking. Uh, I, I trust my son Griffin, uh, I think he's going to do okay, and he's very excited. I think he, he got his permit, like, the first day he could, uh, you know, lawfully get it, so he's excited to, you know, get behind the wheel. And, um, yeah, it's a trip. It's a trip.
1: That's yeah, wild, man. We uh, we uh, remember you as a kid, and now you got kids that are driving. It's like time flies, and uh, you're still yeah. kicking ass, man. So uh, we're excited about the big summer tour, this Solo Joe tour. What can we expect? When we get our tickets and go and go check you out, you're doing some New Kids songs. Is it all your original music? How's the show go?
2: It's a, it's it's a mix, definitely. I, I play uh, at least uh, two or three of New Kids. You know, I got my own music that I've recorded over the years. Um, you know, I've I've done you know some theater. You know, my career and you know the standards. I I, I also call them the new standards. To me, new standards are like U two and Elton John and George Michael. So there's a good, there's a good mix uh, of everything. It wasn't the easiest set list to put together because I like so many things, but I think i got a good handle of what the
1: tour is going to be. I want to see if you can clear up some rumors because there are a lot of rumors surrounding you and the band, and I'm thinking, hey, I got you on. Let's just see if we can just get the truth right from the horse's mouth. That's cool. Okay. All right. So I'm I'm hearing that there was this one time on a tour bus it got really scary for you guys because the fans got crazy they started like shaking the bus pounding the bus to where you guys feared that the bus was going to be tipped over. Do you ever remember that happening?
2: Uh maybe not a bus but maybe a van. I I remember uh when we first went to the UK, we would do shows in the UK in London. Hey uh, wow. I mean, they would bang the crap. You felt like the glass was going to break, you know, because they would just run up to the van and start smacking the hell out of it. And you you, you swore they were going to break through. Um, Yeah, we had lots of moments where, you know, it was, it got a little out of hand. Uh, And most of the time it was fun, but every once in a while it, it, it felt, it felt a little
1: dangerous. I noticed you just yawned when I brought the new kids up. It, do you get bored talking about the new kids on the block? Does it put you to no, sleep? No,
2: just edit that out. It's, I'm, I'm up at six. I'm, <laughs> in, I'm in LA,
1: so I'm not editing that out, man. That's uh, it's it's cold, man. It's I'm waking, we.
2: I'm waking up at six in the morning, so I'm, my my apologies. I was like, did he hear
1: that? I, I just um, I, I don't want to bring up stuff that puts you to sleep, and I'm curious about that. Like uh, you know, it's so long ago, and probably everybody wants to talk to you about that, so it's got to get a little annoying sometimes, right?
2: No, no. I mean, it, it, it's, you know, what we have with the new kids and our fan booth, it's, it's, it's one in a million, you know. Um, we really have something special, you know. We're, we're still playing arenas and, you know, touring and keeping it fresh. And uh, we're very passionate about the relationship we have with our fans. And part of that is, talking about all times and and I, I i i i'm not we're not faking it you know what i'm saying it's 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 a real thing so i, I don't mind sharing it all
0: hey y'all Darius rucker here you know a lot of people ask me what inspires your music and one of the big things is a strong sense of place that's why i love my home state of south carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer from the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit DiscoverSouthCarolina.com.
1: These blockheads, they're serious, and uh, they they want to know the truth. I'm wondering if this is a true story. I heard that there was a show at the very peak of your guys' uh, magical summer tour that you were doing. And at one point, Donnie's singing, you're singing. Not sure who's supposed to be singing, but you guys are singing over each other, and you get, both get upset and walk off the stage, and then you have to be like asked to come back. Is yeah. that true?
2: Yeah, that's that's good. That is true. Yeah, that is true. That is that's a good one. Um, that was, you know, uh, a a a point where things just started to boil over. You know, you're in the biggest band in the world. Um I think everybody has different um uh, there's a different purpose. It start. you start to kind of spread out. First of all, you know, I was younger, but you know, the the rest of the new kids, they're nineteen, twenty, 21. you really start trying to figure out who you are, you know, you you, you start like kind of asserting yourself and and Donnie was you know, he's a big personality, especially back then. He's very talented. And and in a lot of ways, the group was taking a lot of hits. You know, when you're that big, you know, we, we took a lot of crap from some haters. And so it, it was really a situation where the intentions were right, you know, but but it, eventually it's going to kind of seep in. And um I think that was a situation of just disagreeing of how we want to go about it. And, um, Donnie and I are, are, are very different, but very similar in, in, in a lot of ways. And I think that, that means you're going to, you know, butt heads a lot. Um, but I'm grateful for that relationship. And again, a lot of bands don't hang in there. You know, what I mean, they, they, that's why groups break up and they don't have the benefit of, of getting back together and, and learning how to work together. And, and we've seen the benefits of that as, as a group, you know, staying together and um, enjoying all these amazing experiences uh, so many years later.
1: Yeah. So many legendary bands and Pink, Pink Floyd being one of them where, you know, two members just, they they won't speak. And it's, it's too bad that, you know, we'll never see that band get together and, and they're up there in age. And so, Probably will will never happen. So kudos to you guys for putting some of those differences aside and and keep blocking and keep rocking. I do have some names I'd like to bring up to you, and then you just tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, these names associated with you in some way, shape, or form. Uh, Gary Marshall. When I mention his name, what do you think of?
2: Legend, hilarious, kind, legend. Not that Tom Hanks and I are buddies, but I saw him recently, and he does a great Gary Marshall, but I said, my Gary Marshall is better than your Gary Marshall, and he kind of gave me the, you know, I, I gave him a little spiel because Gary, he talks like, you. we're going to do a movie. It's going to be good. Everybody's going to hear it, but I don't know if you are going to like it, but they're going to like it, and eat popcorn, and everybody will be happy. Um, so Gary was, you know, to work with him for a little while was just a master class, you know. Uh,
1: what did you learn from What did you learn? What was the biggest thing you took from him in, in that master class? I,
2: you know, he started Happy Days. He started the, the Odd Couple. You know, he directed, you know, Pretty women, You know, that. I mean, you're talking about old school humor, but that stuff that works, you know, you're talking about, like, Dick Van Dyke, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're talking about that kind of funny, that you just can't get unless you're working with those people. And, um, it's, um, it's a joy. And I'm so glad I'm part of that family. He still has his namesake on a theater in Burbank, California. That does a lot of great work. And, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a treat.
1: And for those that don't know, Joey played the Fonz on Broadway, working with the great Gary Marshall. The next name I'll bring up is, uh, how about Frank Sinatra? When I mention Frank Sinatra's name, what's the first that comes to mind?
2: I mean, obviously, I to not say legend again, but um, I think about my dad. You know, I was, I was the youngest of nine kids, so my dad, you know, was from a, you know two generations away, and, and we played Frank Sinatra and Nat King Cole and Bing Crosby and all those great you know, standard, you know, great pop tunes from way back when and, um, you know, certainly Frank, the way he told the story within the song is just something to behold and I think has seeped in me um, and is and a part of who I am as a performer, for sure.
1: What about Maurice Starr, the the gentleman and the guy that was the mastermind putting all you guys together?
2: Um, A sweetheart. A sweetheart with the hugest chip on his shoulder ever. Um, So talented and, you know, wanted to show the world that, you know, we had something special. And he would tell that when nobody knew who the hell we were. He said, it's going to be big. And they would just kind of look at him and go, "Uh uh-huh, okay. And um, yeah, we're lucky enough to uh, have have met up with that guy.
1: What's the best concert you've ever been to in your life?
2: Oh, gosh.
1: Wow. You've probably been to a lot of them, I'm sure.
2: That's, that's a good question. Um, I saw a private gig uh, in L.A. When I say private, it was sort of like last minute. Uh, Prince. Wow. He was. Yeah, and he would just do, you know, he would play an arena and then go to a club after the show and play more. He was just my son and I just watched YouTube of of that um, when he when he played that solo on uh, as my guitar gently weeps at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Have you ever seen that? I haven't. No. I'm oh gonna, my! I'm gosh. gonna check
1: it out though. Now that you mention it,
2: Google it. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Prince as my guitar gently reeks in front of, like, uh, as you can imagine, tons of, like, legendary guitar players. And he freaking slays it. But he was just one of a kind, man. I mean, the, what he did and how he did it. And I've been talking about touring and, you know, taking care of myself. But, like, that dude wouldn't talk. You know, He would. that's why he was so quiet all the time, because he would never want to use any... Extra energy because he'd use it all on the stage. You know, once he got on the stage, he was like this, you know, rocket ship. But um, yeah, he's he's something else.
1: And I know you're uh, come from that blue collar Boston area. We talk talk a lot of sports here. When you talk Celtics, Bruins, Red Sox, Patriots, is there like a certain order? <laughs> Are you a big sports fan? Being from Boston, everybody from Boston loves sports, <laughs> right?
2: we are we're still we're in mourning you know we thought the Bruins you know we got the the President Cup uh curse they had the greatest season of all time and it knocked out in the first round that hurt and then the Celtics almost made history this year and we blew it in game seven so uh but we're very lucky we're very lucky it's a great sports town you know our teams uh have been so good the last 20 years so we really can't complain but uh yeah, man. I mean those those teams are you know, it's in our blood.
1: It's been a it's been a nice run for uh Beantown. And then finally I wanna ask, ask you about your acting career. You got a, something we should see this summer coming on Lifetime. I know you sing, you dance and yeah. act.
2: Yes, yes. Uh it, it's based on the V C Andrews novels, which uh, a lot of people know and they're pretty gnarly, they're pretty wild and 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 spicy and they, they take place in the seventies. So I played this guy who's not the greatest guy in the world, but it gets pretty, pretty hot and crazy. And uh so, grab your glass of wine and uh, and tune in.
1: And ladies, Joe, Joe, is, is do we call you Joe or Joey? Have you dropped the Y? I
2: don't. It, no, no. It's it, whatever, whatever you like.
1: All right, I think the ladies still like calling you Joey. And and I've watched. Go follow him on Instagram. he's still got those baby blue eyes. He's still singing. He's still dancing. And, and looking good, by the way. You must be keeping up a good regimen in the gym and taking care of yourself. Looking forward to uh, seeing you out on tour on the Solo Joe tour this summer. And thanks for your time, man. Big fan of your work.
0: Thanks so much, man. It was great to talk to you. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music?